Uh, we're celebrating the life of Annette Peck today, and uh, we are grateful that you're here. Uh, the family's grateful on behalf of Jim and the rest. Uh, they're thankful that you have chosen to come and to celebrate her life. This is a celebration of her life, we believe, uh, because of Jesus Christ. Uh, she is not uh, dead, that she's more alive than she's ever been with him. And so we uh, are left, we are left with a sweet example of a wonderful lady. Uh, and so we are at a loss. And so we share in grief today, but we also uh, share in a beautiful testimony of a life changed by Jesus. Uh, please join with, with me in prayer as we seek the God of all comfort. Father God, uh, I thank you uh, that you can be trusted, uh, that though uh, we don't have a net in our presence, we know that she is with you. We thank you that you do comfort us. You know our hearts and you know our aches and, and the pain and the hurt. And so we trust in you to meet those needs for this sweet family here today. God, we're grateful that we can find joy in difficult days. And I ask that you would use this time as we reflect, that you would draw us closer to yourself. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. My wife and I have known the Pecks for over 40 years. We've raised our families together, started a church together, and that's why they asked us to be here today. Yesterday, we laid Annette's body to rest at the local cemetery. And I emphasize it was her body. It was not Annette. Annette is alive and well. She is free of all pain and is with us today. And the reason I say she is with us today is very special because the little flyer that you were given when you came in the church today has scripture on it. Those all are all her scriptures that she received music from the Lord. Those are all singing scriptures thanks to Annette. In the program today, every song, every scripture was chosen by Annette. So she is leading us in this celebration today. She is with us, she is among us, and her life was a whole life of song unto the Lord. She's singing today, and she is looking forward to the resurrection. Her body is waiting for her here, and she will be resurrected at the return of Jesus. And so we do celebrate her life today, and we celebrate the fact that she is still alive and well. The Old Testament reading for today's celebration is Psalm 104, verses 33 and 34. When I read it, I'm reading it as Annette, because this is her song. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live, I will sing praises to my God. While I have my being, my meditations of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. We will now sing the opening hymn, hymn number 638, which, of course, was chosen by Annette. Mm -hmm. 
as minister of music at this church, Annette called Ellen, my wife, and wanted advice from her as to how to be a good pastor's wife. Ellen's response to her was, Annette, just be Annette and you'll be a great pastor's wife. I thought that was words of wisdom. And Ellen will now read the eulogy. hot up here but I can see which makes it really nice um, Annette Marie Yarman Peck was born in Mansfield Ohio December 30th 1942 to Clifford and Marianne or excuse me Mary Jane Yarman at six weeks of age she began traveling life of an army child 
She attended 10 elementary schools, three junior high, and two high schools. She began kindergarten in Okinawa, Japan. In her family was part of the first military dependents to arrive there after World War II. She started junior high in Japan, where her miracle sister Vicki was born. She started high school at Falls Church, Virginia, but when her father retired from the military, the family moved to California. This was in Annette's senior year, so she graduated from Van Nuys High School in 1960. The family settled in Granada Hills, and it was at the Northridge Methodist Church that she received Jesus Christ as her Savior. It was at this same church that she married Jim Peck, November 23, 1962. The couple had met the very first day at Northridge University in 1960. At that time, it had just opened as San Fernando Valley State College. This courtship was just over two years, during which Annette switched her major in music so she could attend, so she and Jim could attend the same classes and compete for the best grades. <laughs> the newlyweds had purchased a house in Canoga Park before the wedding, but couldn't afford to live in it at the time. The rent they got from it paid for a smaller duplex just down the street from her parents. Their senior recital at the college was the first husband and wife performance ever held there. Annette sang and Jim played the clarinet. Jim and Annette had their first child, Deborah Jane, in 1966 after moving into the house that they had bought. After Jim began te teaching music in Las Virginies School District, in, uh, they sold the house in Canoga Park to Jim's brother, Tom and moved to Lake Landera in Agora over Christmas vacation. They settled in at the beginning of 1969. Annette was planning on entering the teaching field, but that fall, Donald James Peck came into their family that October. Having left the Methodist Church, they visited St. Paul Lutheran Church because it was in the neighborhood. That was where they met Pastor Bud Fullhart and his wife, that's me, they put together a choir at the request of Pastor Bud. Annette finally began teaching her teaching career when Donald started preschool. She became a part-time music specialist in classroom music. Her reputation brought her back to CSU Northridge, where she taught a music education class for elementary teachers. She also did traveling workshops as a music consultant, specializing in the ORF, O-R-F-F method, and the E-T-M, which is education through music. In 1978, Proposition 13 was passed and all but ended the music program at Las Virgenes. The family packed up and moved to Madeira, where both are obtained teaching positions. Their, this middle period of their lives together lasted 22 years. Jim retired in 1999 from public school education and both left ongoing college positions with the State Center Community College District in Madeira to move to Bear Valley Springs. They found paradise through son Donald and his first wife, Michelle, who moved to Bear Valley first. The move was to provide 
caregiving for Jim's parents who both died within the first four years they were here. Bear Valley Church became the center of their lives as they took over the worship choir and Jim became worship pastor. Annette was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer April 10th this year and began therapy, chemotherapy on April 22nd. She improved the first three months of treatment and was able to attend the graduation of both her granddaughters. She was very proud that each one had been elected prom queen in their respective high schools. She was able to attend the Yerman family reunion in Las Vegas over the July 6th weekend, the marriage of her first grandson, September 19th, at Lake Tahoe was her final delight. She was also blessed to have won the championship in the Ladies' Vice President Cup at the Oak Tree Golf Course. The cancer came back with a vengeance. She left this life Sunday, November 9th, after a brief turn for the worst. She had been hoping to get into a clinical trial for a promising new drug, but passed away while being screened. She is survived by husband Jim, two children, Deborah Jane Burns in Virginia City, and Donald James Peck of Bear Valley Springs. Seven grandchildren, Danny Ty, Dustin Jacob, Deanna and Jenna Donan Burns, Kieran Anna Ease Peck, and Kara and Blake Bruner. She was present at the birth of all of her natural grandchildren and saw all of them baptized. There were also three, there are also three great grandchildren in the family now. She is also survived by her sister Vicki of South Lake Tahoe and her two children, Nick and Michelle. Also many cousins and in-laws and relatives she dearly loved. With them, she was always called Cookie. She was buried yesterday at a private family gathering at Tehachapi Public Cemetery East Side with most of her family present at the graveside to say goodbye for now. Annette's favorite hymn. Carry me moment by moment.
the next one. A uh, song that uh, speaks to the family, speaks to all of us. Carry me. We all need God to carry us. As a Lutheran minister, 
I was supposed to preach a 15-minute sermon. And when we were designing our church, getting ready for construction, the Board of Elders came to me with a very serious plan. They said, Pastor Fullhart, we know you have trouble keeping it to 15 minutes. So we've designed a hydraulic lift that will slowly lower the pulpit into the floor. <laughs> a buzzer will go off at 14 minutes, and then it'll slowly lower. And, and so you could just preach to your heart's content. Since we don't have a pulpit here, my wife has informed me that if I go longer than 15 minutes, she's going to throw a tennis ball at me. So I will try to keep it brief. But through several encounters with the Lord, I have difficulty keeping it down to an hour because there's so much to be said. Okay. Who is Annette? You notice I said is. I didn't say was. Who is Annette? Well, let's think for a moment. She's a woman. Amen. She is a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and would you believe a great-grandmother? I'm still getting used to that term. She's a neighbor, a confidant, a close friend, a golfing partner. The list goes on and on. So who is Annette, really? If Annette was at this microphone right now, I think her response would be, I'm a child of God. First and foremost, I'm a child of God. I believe in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I believe everything He has promised us. And therefore, my theme, and if I remember correctly, this is the first scripture song the Lord gave to Annette. It's out of Isaiah chapter 40. She firmly believes these verses. And Donald and I compete for our crying, so just be patient. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up. Those are the low spots in your life. And every mountain shall hill made low. Those are the obstacles in your life. The rough ground those are the little foxtails that irritate you. She'll become level, the rugged places plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and some of mankind, no, 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 not some of mankind, all mankind together will see it, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. We are still awaiting that great and glorious day, the day where... God's glory is revealed in all the earth. I firmly believe that day is coming. The Apostle Paul believed it was coming in his day. And he finally decided, well, maybe it's not quite yet. So I don't know when it's coming, but the Lord has spoken, and it shall come to pass. Jesus shall return. There shall be a resurrection, and the glory of the Lord will be manifested in all the earth in a net believes this thoroughly, without doubt, without question. So she is a child of God with a vision. Death is conquered, and she went through many things in this life where her strength came solely from the Lord.
Now, that's no criticism of Jim, but husbands can only do so much. And she, she knew who she was in the Lord, and she daily came to understand that in a deeper way. And that is what she wants for all of us here today. That's why she chose the scripture songs and everything else that she chose. Her dream is not only that all of her family experience the Lord in the way she has, but everyone, not just a select of the few. And that was a lifelong dream of hers, and that's what she sang so many times about. So who is Annette? She is the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord in your heart. What is your vision? Is your, does your vision involve the Lord or, or doesn't it? I'm not asking for a show of hands or no altar calls. I just want to express Annette's desire in that every one of us has that personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's her dream, and it will come to pass. Another one of her favorite scriptures is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting at verse 1. Now we know that if the earthly tent, that's what we buried yesterday, we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan in our burden, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up in life. Now it is God who has made us for this very purpose, and has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. We all came from God, we all exist in God, and we're all going back to God. The Lord gave me that simple little thing just before Jim's ordination. And I hadn't planned on mentioning it, but I ended up bringing it up in the introduction in the sermon that day. And after that service, <laughs> I was overwhelmed. You know, when the pastor stands in the back of the church, the women always come up and greet him, oh, fine sermon pastor, and a few men do. That particular time, there was a whole line of men that ran up to the, right here, ran up to the front of the church, all excited over that simple little statement. I don't think they heard another thing. But they were so excited about that. One of them just screamed, I had an epiphany when you said that. Now I know who I am. We are all spiritual beings having a human experience, not humans trying to have a spiritual experience. And Annette was, was grasping this and, and, and wanting it more and more. And she wants it for all of us. And now... Like I promised you, Annette is with us. Annette is speaking to us through everything we're doing today. But in conclusion to my sermon, Annette's going to sing to us. She is going to sing, He shall feed his flock like a shepherd.
Annette? The Bear Mountain Boys are now coming up to get ready. Uh, once again, they'll be performing two of Annette's favorite songs. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know whether I have it in order this time or not, but according to my roster, uh, the first one in The Glory of the Lord Shall Be Revealed. 
And then the second one, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And the glory of the Lord shall be
Testament scriptures for today are recorded in the Epistle to the Philippians, chapter 3, verse 10, and chapter 4, verse 18. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. And then the second one. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praises, think on these things. That's Annette's prayer for you. We'll now sing our closing hymn in Christ alone. Sing in Christ alone. In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my soul. This stone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm, what heights of love, what depths of ease, when fears are stilled, when striving cease, when comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ, I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save, till on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied for every sin on him was laid here in the death of Christ I live there in the ground his body lay light of the world by darkness lay then bursting forth 
glorious day up from the grave he rose again and as he stands in victory since curse has lost its grip on me for i am his and he is mine bought with the precious blood of in life, no fear in death, this is the power of Christ in me, from life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny, no power of hell, no scheme of No power, power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand till he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ, I'll stand. The closing prayer will be done by Pastor Mike. In just a moment, uh, I'll be dismissing the family to the fellowship hall, and they've requested that you join them for refreshments. After that, the ushers will come forward and dismiss you front to back, row by row. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. That's a pledge that you can claim by faith in the quiet of your own heart. Let's pray. Thank you, dear Father, for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. This gives us such great hope at a moment when we are stunned by death, there is the hope of eternal life, and we cling to it. You've given the words of eternal life, and we have believed. Thank you for this testimony to the wonderful life of Annette Peck. Now bless encourage these people who put their trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen.